0: Let the farmer's dog know we sent you. Use our code or click podcast after you sign up for your first box.
1: Some of us, we tried doing some readings and that, and we were getting messages because we all knew her, you know, and we were working with this. But We were getting river and caves. One night after we'd met up, I went home, I I have a TV because someone gave me one. I hardly ever watch it. That's not me. I don't come home and turn on the TV. I'm too busy, first of all. I'm never home. That night I came home, and for some reason I flipped the TV on, and it was on Channel 12. And a concert was just starting, and it was one that had been recorded here in Denver, and it was Nitty Gritty Dirt Band. Well, you have to be old to know who they are, first of all. (laughs) And they just stepped up on the stage just as I turned the TV on they start their first song and it was a song that probably no one in the world unless they were as old as me would have known Sweet delta dawn. mama said don't go down to the river and stay away from catfish john and i'm like don't go down to the river i'm like there's something going on here the only other band that ever did that song was the grateful dead well that was her favorite band There's something about this, about the river and everything. So then when I told, it was either Amy or Angela, I can't remember who it was, about it, and they're like, that's his name. And I go, who? They said, the guy, uh, John, you know, his name is Catfish John. That's what they call him. I'm like, what the fuck? Unbelievable. You tell me that she didn't tell me to turn that TV on and hear that song. Of course it happened. No one else would have known that. And I'm like, okay, Crystal, what are you telling me here? And then when I got it confirmed that that was the guy's name, Catfish John, what the hell are the chances of that? A billion to one. I knew it was something from her.
2: Do
3: through the paperwork and see if Crystal had any dental work, anything to indicate any dental work. I just got a call from Wayne about an hour ago. They found a skull, and it's female, and it matches the age range. This skull had dental work done, so the question is, is, is it Crystal? We need to find out if she had dental work done and where she had it done, if she did, I called Wayne back and told him to check social services in Gunnison, Colorado. If you want to call Wayne, it might be better getting it from the source.
4: They found a school of age. in Colorado, it could be one of 12 different ones that have been reported
3: they'll do is because there has been dental work done it's almost as good as fingerprints so we should take the x-rays we sit them up to the corner and they'll have a forensic examiner take a look at it and compare them and once they do that then we're able to tell if it's actually her or not now, if there's anything
4: dental related give me a ring you can i'll get it shipped off right away to the people that need it
5: Two people out for a hike end up finding a human skull, and that leads to the discovery of more human remains. He was walking with
6: his dog when he found a human skull. Continuing our coverage of Colorado at 6, the skull was on Mud Lake open space property near Nederland. The man immediately called authorities.
5: Right now, they're working to identify that skull. There's
4: a list of possibilities so whenever they find, you know, a boy or a girl or a man or a female, anytime they find any body or anything, it's they unidentified, they'll call everybody else just to check. That wasn't her at all, it was someone up in Boulder. They didn't create crystal. It was large size, wrong shape, all kinds of different rocks.
7: So it wasn't crystal.
1: It's you can hide a body here really easy. You could disappear here really easy. It's probably in many ways, one of the last places in the country you could do that. If you wanna lose a body, you could do it up here. How? Oh. Throw it down to mine shaft. Some of those shafts crapped out on the bottom and it goes into water and we don't know how far down it goes or anything.
4: It is vast wilderness. There are hundreds of mine shafts and crevices and rock formations with deep crevasses. Unless somebody gave law enforcement very specific intel about where to look, the chances that somebody would find her are very limited. We have every reason to believe that the Swatch County Sheriff's has enough information to make a case if they find Crystal. Back to the reward, if somebody is willing to take that money to share with authorities where they heard Crystal may be, then that's probably enough to get them the reward, because that I think will lead to the arrest of specific suspects. It has to be someplace familiar for the suspect or suspects. I don't think that the suspects in this case are, are so brilliant that they you know, can go to Google Maps, the terrain and figure out a new place they've ever been to just find the perfect place to hide a body. These are local people who know the area and the places they need to get to, there's elevation involved and you can't carry a body very far. Someplace that they know. That isn't that hard to get to. Someday, and it may be tomorrow, and it may be 30 years from now, someday somebody will come across the clue. Do
8: you ever wish you could become a detective and help find the clues to the case? How about all of that in a mobile game that you can take anywhere? In June's journey, each scene leads to a new thrilling storyline. Download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. Hey, it's
7: Payne. I want to share a message from our sponsor, Spot Pet Insurance. Sometimes, unexpected vet bills can hit hard when we least expect them. And if life throws you a curveball, and your beloved pet needs urgent medical attention, the vet bills can start piling up. Enter Spot Pet Insurance, the ally you never knew you needed. Spot pet insurance plans can offer up to 90% cash back on eligible vet bills, providing a safety net when the unexpected occurs. Life can be unpredictable, and so are the needs of our furry companions. Spot pet insurance understands that. With Spot, you can focus on the things that matter, knowing that your pet has coverage to help protect your wallet from those unexpected vet bills. Spot pet insurance plans don't just offer coverage for unexpected accidents and illnesses. You can add their preventative care benefit to your plan, ensuring that routine wellness, vaccines, and more can all be covered, too. It's a shield against the unexpected. If you have a pet, consider Spot Pet Insurance, because having the right resources at the right time can make all the difference. Just go to spotpet.com. to ad from Spot Pet Insurance. Waiting periods, annual deductible, coinsurance, benefit limits, and exclusions may apply. For all terms, visit spotpetins.com sample-policy. Insurance plans are underwritten by either Independence American Insurance Company or United States Fire Insurance Company and produced by Spot Pet Insurance Services, LLC.
9: Honestly, there's really no confirmation that the drum circle is even relevant. Kind of, in a sense, because it keeps coming up. But it might just be happenstance that this all transpired around the same time as the drum circle because I don't know of, I couldn't tell you a single connection to the drum circle. I mean, drum circle just kept coming up from the beginning, but really, I don't know if it has any connection.
6: For us, it started out at last time she was seen on the 13th. After the drum circle, but if the drum circle is on the 18th, so if it was July 18th, so that doesn't
9: add up at all because everybody says the 13th, and
6: people are saying last time she was seen on the 13th. You know, there's a lot of stuff here to weed through. It almost seems like a movie or something that happens to somebody else. As time goes on, I'm, I'm losing the real image, and this is real. This is a beautiful young lady, the evil piece of crap took her life.
9: You have to try and move on in life. Really That's what's missing. so hard, is you can't move on because well, it's no, unsolved. I, I know. I
6: just but you know, until the person is is found, hopefully, not found, but convicted and all that stuff, there's this distancing myself kind of in a sense. We've given pretty much everything that we think we know. And you guys are going to be able to go out and talk to all the other people that we don't know or never had contact with or anything else and when i when i start thinking that i've done all i can do that's that's my fears i'm getting into that thinking but i don't know what else to do other than sit here and talk
3: to you
9: well, that's why media is so huge right now, because there will literally be nowhere to hide. That's why I keep trying to get people to share it on Facebook and stuff, no matter where you're from. I don't care if you're from New York or Colorado, no matter where you're from, the story, I meet people from all over the country, right here, it is such a small worldwide Wide Web. Eventually, there will be nowhere for them to hide, short of fleeing the country and changing their identity.
6: Would a criminal profiler be of any assistance? I know a guy.
7: Hello, Maurice. Yes. How you doing? All right, stranger. You're in Colorado, right? Yeah, I'm in Denver right now. How far is Denver from Creston? It's about three and a half, almost four hours. It's a pretty big hike. Oh, God, man, that's like Atlanta to Osceola. I didn't know. I was wondering.
3: I mean, this is a very difficult case. I think that the person that harmed her, Crystal, was at the minimum acquaintance or more. I do not believe that it was a stranger. 95% of the criminal cases in the United States, if somebody's going to harm you, it's somebody you know. She definitely knew the person who honored her. There's no doubt
7: about that. I gave Maurice a copy of the police report, and he went over it in detail.
5: I had heard through social media that a man named John had been seen with Crystal shortly before she was last seen. John goes by the nickname Catfish. I spoke with John at his home. John stated that around his birthday that Crystal had come over to his house. When I asked him how she got there, he said that he did not know and that she just knocked on the door. John said he did not see a car outside. He was not sure of the date or the time, except it was still light outside when Crystal showed up. Here, Catfish
3: is trying to distance himself from Crystal.
5: He stated that they drank wine, smoked marijuana, and watched movies. He said that he fell asleep and woke up when Crystal was leaving. He said that he did not get up to walk her out of the door and did not know what time it was when she left due to the wine and marijuana. John said that he fell asleep as she was leaving. John offered to let me search his house and the grounds to prove that Crystal was not there. John said that he did not know Crystal that well
3: that statement
5: that he didn't know her well, he was trying to distance himself from anything to do with her. And he he was clearly lying. John stated that around his birthday, that Crystal had come over to his house.
3: He just said,
7: around my birthday, say. The last time Crystal was seen or heard from was likely July 13th, but Catfish's birthday is on July 21st. Because of his use of drugs and drinking and stuff, he has disjointed
3: thinking. He can't reason this stuff out like you're doing with these dates and stuff, so he made a mistake. He revealed himself when he made that statement.
5: John offered to let me search his house and the grounds to prove that Crystal was not there.
3: It's not unusual for a guilty person to allow police officers to search their homes. Everything in that interview, he was deceptive, and he's trying to distance himself from Crystal. And I'm not saying he's guilty, I'm saying he's suspicious, he lied in that interview, and he showed deception and distanced himself from Crystal, which are bad things when you're a person of interest. He's definitely a person of interest, and, and should be until he's absolutely cleared. Have you ever interviewed Catfish?
7: I tried to contact him on Facebook, but he ignored me. Yeah, that, uh, that's uh, yeah, that's yeah, that's that's a bad sign.
3: Well, you've got the power of drugs, and you've got people who you buy from and who get drugs from you. There's sort of a tight bond there, and sometimes people owe debts and stuff to people. So, is it possible that he could have had somebody to do a favor for him? very possible and not ever say anything about it. We saw that in the terror case. They never ratted out each other. I think that she's from 5 to 10 miles from Creston. When you drive in that wide open space out there, Sometimes you tend to think that you've gone further than you have. There's a whole host of opportunities along that drive, a lot of places to be able to get rid of the body. I just think that they drove, but they didn't drive as far as they thought they had driven. And then they said, this is a good place. We need to go ahead and get rid of it here. Got to get off your ass and go do some legwork. And that's exactly what you're doing. You're doing a lot of legwork. You're not sitting back waiting for a miracle call out of the sky
10: with some information to give it to you. You have to go create it.
7: The police report mentioned Crystal's counselor in Crestone. So I tracked her down and gave her a call.
10: I was living in Crestone. I was teaching human development. And I went to the Bliss one night. And I ordered a glass of wine and a salad. And she comes walking up to me and she said, I'd never seen her before. She said, uh, will you do a reading for me? And I said, be back in 15 minutes and don't be late. In 15 minutes, she walks back up to me and she said, do you have your cards? You know, I don't do tarot card readings, but I said to her, I said, I don't need cards to read you. And I said to her very sternly, you are about ready to lose everything. Even your life, if you don't turn things around. And she started crying. She had no life force. And she was hanging out with uh, Tall Brian and there were some other guys. And uh, they were sitting at another table there. And I said, those guys are sucking your life out of you. And when you don't have any energy, then they abuse you. And she said, exactly. And she said, will you help me? She was leaving town that day, and she was coming back for, I think it was spring break. She was in school. I said, what day will you be back? And She told me. I think it was like a month away. And I said, you stay with me for a week. I will take care of you. And I, and I will help you. And I said, in the meantime, I need for you to call me once a week. See, she lost her college, she lost her job. So she called me and, and she started building herself up. And the day she was supposed to see me, she drove into town and instead of coming to the bliss and seeing me, she went and saw Brian. She got there early and she saw Brian. Brian showed up at the Bliss and he said to me, do you need to call Crystal? And I said, why do I need to call her? And he goes, she's very upset. I totaled her car. He thought it was real funny that he told her car. He totaled her car out there in the Baca, kind of on a, a straightaway, I mean, you had to work hard to do it. So I said, no, I don't need to call Crystal. You tell Crystal, she calls me when she gets home. And I went home and I didn't see her that week. She goes home and she calls me. She says, I know I fucked up. She said, well, I, I, I was feeling strong and I thought I could go see them. And Brian asked to borrow my car and then he totaled it. And I said, how do you feel about that? And he, she says, I think he did it on
7: purpose. Really?
10: Yeah, he did it on purpose these guys were the ones who had the drugs. I mean, these guys were, I mean, Crystal was so beautiful. She was shamanic, she was beautiful, energetic, she was intelligent, she was Earth Mama. And then they would just take her energy. I said, what are you gonna do about it? Stand up and fight for your life. When's he gonna pay you?
1: He said, yeah, he's
10: gonna pay me in two weeks. Two weeks went by and Brian just laughed at her. No, he didn't pay her. I told her, you know, it's your choice. If you're gonna take authority here, you need to file a police report and you need to get ready to take your own personal action. So she did.
5: Filed in the Combined Court, Gunnison County, Colorado, May 22nd, 2014. Plaintiff Crystal Reisinger versus Defendant Brian. The amount claimed from Defendant Brian is $2,200. Such claim arises from the following event. On March 16, 2014, Brian borrowed my vehicle and ended up totaling it. Defendant Brian hangs out at the Bliss Cafe in Crestone, Colorado. Address is 187, West Silver, Crestone, Colorado. Signed, Crystal Reisinger.
6: She had filed suit against Brian back in 14, and that never came up until I saw it in uh, her file folder and a box of pictures. And guess who served the papers on Brian?
5: Certificate of Service, State of Colorado, County of Sawatch. Dan Warwick being first duly sworn states as follows. I hereby certify that I served a copy of summons, complaint, and answer to Respondent Brian. (coughs) Date, May 30th, 2014. Time, 9.30 p.m. Address, Bliss Cafe. Signed, Lieutenant Dan Warwick, to so Watch County, Colorado.
6: Dan Warwick, the sheriff. He wasn't the sheriff at that time in 2014. He was a lieutenant. I, you know, I don't know if it means anything, but the sheriff never mentioned that he had had contact. He led me to believe that he didn't know uh, know of Crystal, other than her there in Crestone, but that's not true. If I'm understanding it, because he was the one that served the papers on Brian for Crystal. It may be just have nothing to do with anything, but it's just another little, another little thing there that, you know, I think, well.
7: Brian also goes by Dreddy Brian. I started asking around to see if anyone knew any more about Crystal and Brian's relationship. Angela, who I spoke to earlier on the podcast, told me an interesting story.
9: Brian
2: told me the backstory of their relationship and their backstory of their relationship is when Crystal was teaching at Western State College, she had Akasha. And when she had Akasha with her, Brian was watching Akasha for her. And he lived with her. So he ended up crashing her car and Crystal was very upset about that, and they had a falling out. They kind of started to become friends again, um, slowly, and he's the one that ended up bringing her for the summer to Crestone. So when she got to Crestone, she, she liked it. She fit in. She felt like it was a safe place to be. So that may have been part of the catalyst.
7: I asked Crystal's latest boyfriend too, a.k.a. the Crestone boyfriend. I know him pretty well, and I've heard his name being brought up a few times, but Ryan's the one who brought Crystal to Crestone in the first place they met each other, in Jonathan,
3: he he's stayed at her house for a while, and she came down here with him to, like, check out Crestone, and he totaled her car, and, like, she took him to small clients' court, and stuff. So he never paid her back, and, she, she was like they were friends and stuff but she really didn't like him for like all those
8: reasons but he definitely was like kind of in love with her
3: for a little bit i think he might you no know, definitely he might have been there or he might have he was staying at my house and shit dude like I, after she went missing and stuff and hey, if he did have something to do with it that's it's pretty fucked up
7: Back in Crestone, I met up with David again. So there's the path goes up here and there's caves
5: up in there. And that's one of the things that we always thought it's like, well, maybe she never really left from here, you know. But there's this story that keeps coming back that, oh, she went
7: back to. David said that one of his friends in town might have some more information about Crystal so he drove to her house
2: Bad nickname, man. You go to the south or go to prison. That's not a good handle. And that's how we all felt twenty years ago when he first showed up. We were like catfish. And it's usually the guy that has already killed somebody <laughs> and drags him to the bottom of the river and hides him. <laughs> so I always knew him as. Not anywhere stable when he came he was kind of couch surfer he's at his dad's and he has a few friends that he'll land at their place I'm sure he'd rather do that than be at his dad's because at his dad's he's probably gonna get harassed about being high so he would be looking for other druggies to land with when he would get here and I do know that every time I repost anything about crystal catfish tries to come and friend me on Facebook so he's watching. He is keeping an eye on every fucking post that is related to her. Because we're not friends on Facebook. I've never been his friend on Facebook. But he has tried to friend me like three or four times in the last year, every time I've posted every time an article me. or a news story or something, he sends me a friend request and I just giggle. I mean, I know I've never met Crystal and I didn't have any interaction with her, but. I know a lot of different people that know her, and they all have different stories. Um, One of my friends, her kids were hanging out with Crystal, and uh, her stepdaughter and her son, and Crystal had been coming and going from up there quite a bit, and then she came up one day really upset and crying and said that Catfish had locked her up in his house for a couple days and raped her. And she was really upset and couldn't decide what to do. And she laughed upset. And Ziki finally asked him. She's like, what's going on? Why was she crying? What's going on? And it took her a couple days to get the info out of him. And they finally told her. And she's like, oh, my gosh, she needs to call the police. Well, Crystal decided that she would go back over to Catfish's and confront him herself. And didn't want to call the police. And nobody's seen her since. So... That's what I heard. I've even seen posts like when they posted that news story, the Fox 5 news story, and people were making comments, Laura posted it, and underneath her post, someone, some guy got on there, I don't know, but he apparently was here, and he's like, I don't understand why we're still talking about this. I told Wayne Clark that that girl was murdered and she was loaded in this vehicle by catfish and driven to this area and thrown in a mine shaft. And I don't understand why they haven't found her or why more information hasn't been resolved because I told them, we've all told them what happened to her that day and they haven't done shit. And I don't get what's wrong with Swatch Police Department.
7: Warmer, sunnier days are coming. And you can fuel up for them with Factor's No Prep, No Mess Meals. Meet your wellness goals in time for the summer. Thanks to the menu of Chef Crafted Meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto, Factor's Fresh, Never Frozen Meals are dietitian-approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you always have time to enjoy nutritious, great-tasting meals. So, make today the day you kickstart a new healthy routine. What are you waiting for? With 35 different meals, and more than 60 add-ons to choose from, you'll always have new flavors to explore. Crush your wellness goals this May with dietitian-approved meals and ingredients you can trust, from breakfast to dessert. Stay fueled with easy, nutritious options. Treat yourself to restaurant-quality meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, and blackened salmon, and keep the kitchen time to a minimum. Factor meals are ready to go in two minutes. So no shopping, no prepping, no cooking or cleaning up. Enjoy effortless support for your lifestyle. Choose from six menu preferences to help you manage calories, maximize protein intake, avoid meat or simply eat well balanced. Head to Factormeals.com slash UAV50 and use the code UAV50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code UAV50 at factormeals.com UAV50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active.
11: Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. With Greenlight, parents can keep an eye on kids' spending and saving, while kids and teens use a card of their own to build money confidence. As a parent, you can send instant money transfers, set up chores, automate allowance, and more. It's a convenient way to run your household, customized to your family's needs, and the easy way to raise financially smart kids. Get started with Greenlight today and get your first month free at greenlight.com odyssey.
7: Recently, an anonymous person shared a message with me. I vetted the information, and I confirmed its authenticity. It's a message sent by a Crestone local to a deputy at the Swatch County Sheriff's Department, and the story is pretty damning. I shared it with Maurice too, to get his feedback.
3: Yeah, I'm reading it.
5: Hi, Wayne. I know we haven't met, but I know you're the local cop in Crestone, which my girlfriend and I really appreciate. About an hour ago tonight, my roommates and I witnessed something we felt was suspicious enough to report to you. We lived down Enchanted Lane and passed our neighbor coming home from town tonight. He is the second right coming down Enchanted from Camino Del Rey, and I believe his name is Catfish, though I have never personally met him. He was out in the middle of the pouring rain by his car and appeared to have a shovel leaning against a golden 1980s or early 90s minivan. He also had a bundle laying on the ground that appeared to be something human-sized next to the open back door of his van. We don't know what this bundle was, but it was certainly suspicious. Again, we don't want to make false accusation about anything to anyone. But we were all concerned enough to decide to contact you. This was out about 8.30 tonight, and we all witnessed this strange occurrence.
3: This is troublesome. If you believe this, then he definitely goes outside of his house. This is incriminating.
2: Up and Vanished is an investigative podcast told weekly, produced for Tenderfoot TV by Payne Lindsay, Mike Rooney,
0: and me, Meredith Stedman,
2: with new episodes every Monday. Executive producers Payne Lindsay and Donald Albright. Additional production by Resonate Recordings, as well as Mason Lindsay, Rob Ricotta, and Christina Dana. Our intern is Hallie Bidal. Original score by Makeup and Vanity Set. Our theme song is Ophelia, performed by Ezra Rose. Our cover art is by Trevor Eiler. Special thanks to the team at Cadence 13. Visit us on social media via at Up and Vanished, or you can visit our website, upandvanished.com, where you can join in on our discussion board. If you're enjoying Up and Vanished, tell a friend, family member, or coworker about it. And don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review on Apple
0: Podcasts. Thanks for listening.